What's up, y'all? It's Chicken Wing Johnny. Welcome to the Back Row Bros Podcast, where the business in the front meets the party in the back. We're here today with Austin, Colton, Zach, Trey, and a special guest, Mason Phillips, Front Row Bro, bringing us some business, talking about supplements, fantasy football, birthday. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! feeling about this. And we're live. What's up, bros? What's up? What's We got Austin, Zach, Trey, Mason, and Joel. What was that? Did you say something? Yes, I said Mason. Mason. In the house. Mason Phillips in the house. Say hello. Special guest. Say hello to the people. Hello, everybody. Uh, thank you, Back Row Bros. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. We're glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. He's no, but good. Mason's a front row bro, though, in class. He, he's he been a front row guy for... The entire PT school. Basically two straight From years. Day one. Did the front row choose Nerd. you, or did you choose the front row? I chose the front row, to be honest, uh... First day of PT school, I wanted to be somebody, so I sat in the very, oh. I sat in the very front row. I wanted to assert my dominance and be like, "Look, king of the class, front row, let's go." You've done that. Alpha yeah. move. But how long did it take you to master the falling asleep on the front row <laughs> and not getting called out? Strategy? I fall asleep regularly, and I've only been called out one time, and it wasn't even a professor. So it doesn't, <laughs> even, it doesn't even matter. Pretty doesn't successful. Even matter. What? 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 All right, let's do it. All right. So anyway, we brought you in for a reason, Mason. You're a you're a guy that's all about gains. That's true. Um, how do you go about making gains? Uh, really, it's commitment. You gotta commit to it. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you only do it for a couple of days a week or a couple months out of the year, you're never gonna go anywhere. If you're not dedicated and committed. To your goal of achieving gains, you will never get there. It's got to be day in, day out. It's not always about knowing exactly what you're doing. It's more about never giving up. If you can never give up, you will get where you want to go eventually. Roll Tide. Yeah. What a great speech. Trust the process. Mm-hmm. You're a pretty motivated guy, Mason. I agree with that. Uh, do you ever take supplements to get you to that gain train? You know, I have. Uh, I took supplements for a very long time. Uh, nothing, nothing crazy, just protein powder mostly. Uh, creatine for a little bit. Um, it's beneficial stuff. I don't take it anymore. Uh, mostly just because I, I eat so much protein just in my daily diet that I don't need supplements anymore. But if you're not meeting your protein needs for the day, definitely protein supplements all the way. Um, never dabbled in steroids. You've never um, gone down the dark path? Never have and never will. But your role model has. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold man. Schwarzenegger. Arnold. <laughs> so you said you you took creatine for a hot second, but... No, I mean, I never took, like, pure creatine, okay. but I buy protein powders that had small doses in it just okay. to get, like, a little... Little, little hype up, you know, little, little actual juice, you know. So, what is creatine? It's an amino acid. Amino acid. Dude, we're about to get taken to school 
by Zach right now. Mm-hmm. He he's he has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to supplements. Enlighten me. What does it mean? Yeah. Give us a basic on yeah, start, supplements, dude. Start uh, from basis? the bes- I mean, from the beginning of time. What is a supplement? So, supplements. What are you supplementing? You're supplementing that, like Mason said, if you're not getting enough, you need to supplement. Mm, and there market. are some things that are better for you that you want to get as much as you can of, like, like protein. So you're just supplementing the protein, or you, or is there more than just protein that you're supplementing? Uh, what do you mean? There are <laughs> lots of studies that are saying like if you get more protein, you get better gains. So. I don't know anything about supplements. I just started working out with Swole Patrol. Mason. Hey, who specific. runs that? Mason, you do. Um, <laughs> supplements. Personal trainer. So you got supplements. You got, is, protein would be a type of supplement. It would be. What are some other common supplements? Or is it just kind of protein? There's. Or are we talking about any vitamin? Like if I'm There's amino acids. Like, I mean, if you're talking about like there's amino acids that people will supplement. Because more are used for hypertrophy and performance. So like creatine is an amino acid. Uh, citrulline is an amino acid. Arginine is an amino acid. These are all like very common amino acids that people supplement because they have a certain effect on our body. Okay, so you're so supplementing in regards to working out mm-hmm. is going to be like amino acids to help with the workout. Yeah. And then you got protein that's going to help you build muscle faster yes theoretically yes what about your pre-workouts your we're pre-workouts there, we're not there yet i'm still trying to figure out that's something. i mean that's a, that has take an effect your on your workout your performance that's why you take a pre-workout pre-workout is if somebody is taking all the supplements that you would want to take instead of like opening up a bunch of different containers and getting your own dose out of them they've taken micro doses of all those and put it into one scoop that's pretty much like Snoring cocaine, though, right? That's the wrong perception, I think, because your body makes amino acids. Most likely, a lot of these that you're taking, your body already makes. You're just giving it more, like creatine. To help optimize your workout. Yes. So you have creatine in your body. You store it in your muscles. You've had it since birth. All you're doing is adding extra creatine. Actually, you eat it all the time. It's in red meats. It's in fish. It's in your chicken. Creatine, you're eating it already, so that's one of the main ones that gets a bad rap. And then there's more. There's many more. But all you're doing is giving your body the most amount that you can give it to hopefully have better performance. Okay, I've heard this. What if you, you know, just eat a whole bunch of protein? Don't you just poop out the excess and it's really kind of invaluable at that point up to a certain level or threshold? Yeah, yeah, your body's only going to absorb whatever you're genetically predisposed to absorbing, first off, and then second of all, whatever it needs. So, I mean, if you aren't breaking down muscle, then your body's not going to store any more or try to use any more than it needs. But for someone who's breaking it down, like going to the gym, of course, you're going to need more than what you needed on the average day. So that's why you got to supplement that. If you're not getting it from anywhere else, and there's like recommended daily dosages too. So like if you're just an average human being, just doing average daily stuff, then about 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight is what you're shooting for. But then like the more 
weightlifting you do, the more active your lifestyle is, the more pro, uh, protein you need per day. So, like, if you're an average Joe weightlifter, you might need 1.2 grams of protein per kilogram per day. If you're an intense strength athlete, you might need 2 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day. <laughs> so it all depends on how active you are. And, you know, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, there's all sorts of guidelines online you can go look up. So, Mason, you're eating about two and a half a day uh, per kilogram? I don't know if I eat that quite that much. That gets really expensive. But that's where your supplements come in. Oh. Because uh, protein powder is a very cheap alternative to buying 20 tons of meat per day. So. <laughs> and easier to, to 20 feed to tons of meat. process and mm. to cook, like, just use. Like, I mean, yeah. you, you don't have to cook anything. Ooh. You don't have to cook anything. Um, it's portable you know make up your protein drink take it anywhere you want to go it's it's just an easy way to get your protein needs every day so when's my optimal time to drink my protein shake for maximal gains uh they would say within a 30 minute to one hour window after your exercise Ooh, joel disagrees oh, so what no, did no, joel no. Say? sorry <laughs> fantasy update Darius <laughs> <laughs> guys is out for three weeks well, um. sterling shepherd has a concussion so falling apart over here Here's my supplemental question for the floor. Should you take it with water or milk? We, or combinations We of actually milk? just discussed that after our workout this morning. So I think milk, some people will say, slows the digestion of your protein and kind of hinders that process of getting that quick fluid digestion that you get with just water. Mm. But milk tastes so good with protein. So much better. It water makes better. me want to barf when I take protein with water. <laughs> And with yeah. water, it clumps up, and mm-hmm. it's just, ugh. Yeah. yeah, your protein absorption is affected by fats. So if you're having that full-fat milk, it's going to slow down your protein absorption. But simple carbs speed up protein absorption. So if you're drinking skim milk, you know, it's got the milk sugars in it. So in a way, it might speed it up a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. So what's your, what's your regimen, Zach? What do you go with right now? Right now, I am just eating as much protein as I can get. So every snack that I eat, I try to have protein in it. But you're snacking like every time we get out of class. Yes. And then uh, protein powder after workout. I was doing it with the milk, but um, haven't been doing that as much. And then um, my pre-workout right now uh, is actually called Gym Molly. They, yeah, that's, that's probably why they give themselves a bad rap, I guess, because they name it stuff like that. But I actually bought Gym Molly because it doesn't have caffeine in it, and I'm trying to okay. get away from that's caffeine. That's interesting. A lot of pre-workouts are going to be loaded with it. So. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the only ones I've seen without it. Now, are you eating that much protein because you're trying to, like, bulk up? Yeah. That, now, how does that different? I don't know if you've ever cut weight before, but how is that different? Really not that much different because you, you still want a large amount of protein when you're cutting because you want to preserve all that lean muscle mass and not let your body tap into that as an energy source. And everything else, you want to decrease, like carbs and fats. If anything, I'd say when you're cutting, you want to increase your protein for that exact reason because you're, you know, you're working so hard to burn off everything extra on your body, you don't want to, you don't want to burn your muscles off, essentially, so... Increase that protein intake so you can preserve your muscles while you're cutting your fats. Mm-hmm. Don't want to do that or get rhabdomyelitis. No, you don't want that. That'd be also very unfortunate. Uh, so why did you not have? Why did you not want caffeine in your pre-workout? Because that's a 
that's a big supplement. Like yeah. a lot of research has gone into taking caffeine before yeah, working out. There is there's a lot of research and it, it does help. I mean it is it, it helps with athletic performance. Um I like it. I I usually want it, but I already drink coffee in the mornings. Um I already have a little bit, I guess, of like anxiety. <laughs> so I don't really need the extra caffeine in the first place. Um and I just kind of got that, uh, I guess, that down feeling coming off of caffeine pre-workout. After the workout was over, I just felt, like, drained. So, the crash. Yeah. yeah. The caffeine crash. And Mason, I feel like we talked about it one time, but what about coffee as a pre-workout? Yeah. Um, it, the research is there to show that caffeine is an excellent pre-workout. But it's like Zach's saying, if you're already having so much caffeine in your day, you know, there's only, you don't want to just be taking caffeine all day and getting hyped up and then coming off it and hyping up and coming off it. it just, you just won't feel good. But if, you know, if you're not taking that much caffeine throughout the day, it comes gym time, you want to get amped up, drink some coffee, take a caffeine pill. Um, the Most research shows that your caffeine will help kind of like delay the feeling of fatigue. So you can keep pumping without really realizing how tired you are. Yes. Plus, I mean, everyone knows how caffeine just gets you wired. Focused. Yeah. Laser focused. That's not the big thing, focused. Because some people, you know, their mindset's not really there in the gym. They're like, oh, I'm here, but, you know, whatever. Then you drink that coffee, you get that caffeine, then you're like, oh, yeah, let's get swole. Yeah. So. And also the fatiguing aspect. That's why they put it in pre-workouts, because, like, that compounded on like creatine and compounded on the amino acids and like the other stuff that goes into pre-workout is just supposed to like make that even prolonged like just make you go longer is there anything else on supplements that y'all got you got you got something there joel yeah i got something have you guys ever heard of sarms yeah i've heard about this kind of in the the gym locker rooms people are taking this it's I guess it's illegal, but you can... It's a controlled substance. It's a con- is it? SARMs? I think so. Okay. I'm actually not sure. See, I've heard, like, it's not full-blown steroids. It's pretty much as close as you can get to steroids without being illegal. But you can get in, like, pill form over the over the counter at, like, these bodybuilding.coms. It's, uh, it's what Clemson's guys got hit with really? last year. So they were taking SARMs. Yeah, they were taking SARMs. And they the reason um, SARMs are helpful for working out is because they designed it for patients who are going through like chemotherapy and have like a lot of muscle wasting. And it helps hold on to that muscle mass for those people. But for someone who's healthy and working out, it actually helps them put on more muscle. Um, I, I'm not really sure how it works in that pathway of um, testosterone, but it, it is in that same pathway. SARM stands for Selective Androgen Receptor Modulators. Okay. So it takes advantage of the androgen receptor specificity, tissue selectivity, and lack of steroid-related side effects. So. Yeah, they're, they're still they're pitting, they still a lot of study on it. Um, you can't take it if you're an athlete. Uh, there's guys on YouTube that are recreational guys that are starting to take it and do some of their own personal analysis on it. I was interested in it just because there hasn't been a lot of side effects noted with it, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they start seeing those. Yeah, how new is this stuff? 
I am not sure, but it looks like you can get it, yeah, in dietary supplements. However, it's banned by the um, World Doping Agency, so... Yeah, you can't just go into GNC and buy... You can't just... You can't order it even online. Um, you would have to have a source. Yeah, <laughs> just like, like the locker room troll somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Passing out drugs. Like, that's what they decided with Clemson. I was like, it's so hard to get. It has to be made by somebody specifically. Mm-hmm. Give it five years and it'll like have so, destroyed kidneys or something from it. Probably. That, that's yeah, the thing. It's like all that new stuff, and you got to wait for the research. I think it being selective, you know, is the reason why they use that because it's selective androgen. It's not going to all the other androgen receptors that would give you the bad side effects. Right. So it may be better. You know, it may be like the new thing to take that doesn't hurt you as bad, which is why we could still keep an eye on it in the future. All right, Mason, one tip for somebody starting supplements. What is it? Uh, read the labels. Make mm-hmm. sure you know what you're putting in your body. Um, supplements generally aren't regulated by the FDA, so they can put anything they want in there. Um, so just make sure you know what you're putting in your body, really. So I don't think they can put they can't just put anything they want in there. It is regulated yeah. to some degree as far as like it has to be approved, like the ingredients that they use have to be approved. But the biggest not thing in with combination do what? But not not in combination with each other. Um, I mean, I'm not entirely sure of all, how it all works, but I know, like, to some, they're not just, like, it's not like the Wild West where they're just, like, putting random things in there and calling it something else. Like, they have to call it what it actually is, but what they don't regulate is when you have those, um, what's it called when they have, like, a mix of a bunch of stuff? Synergistic effects? Well, it's called, when they don't have to give you a list of how much, how many grams or milligrams of each thing that there is. The proprietary Proprietary blends. blends. I feel like that's what you really have to look at because they can say, you know, we have this, 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 and this, but then really they just have mostly fillers. There's like 80% of it is fillers, and then you got, you know, a little bit of the rest of it. That's another interesting point as far as protein goes. If you're looking to buy a protein powder and you want to know, like, how much of your actual serving is protein... Look at the grams of protein per serving and divide that by the total grams of actual stuff in the serving. So like a serving will say, you know, 40 grams is one serving. And look at the protein content. If it says 20 grams of protein per serving, that means only 50% of what you're putting in your body is protein. So that means the other 50% of other stuff that you probably don't want. Get that ISO 100. Yeah, so just make sure you're, like, understanding what you're putting in your body and knowing, like, how much protein is in your serving compared to other stuff in your serving. There it is. Dudes, my last supplement had boron in it. Boron. Is that on the... I think that helps with testosterone. (laughs) It's supposed to help with testosterone, but I don't... Isn't that one of the gases? Yeah. It's an inert gas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. It said boron, though. Boron. No, it's not. And you can typically find I have heavy no idea what boron. I'll he- be honest. Heavy metals? Is yeah. boron a heavy metal? It's a metal. I had uh, chemistry a long okay. time ago. It's on the far left of the periodic table now that I think about it. I don't even know what that means. So It's a thing. <laughs> I guess uh, we got to wish our friend and bro, Joel, a happy birthday today. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We're like the barbershop quartet. <laughs> but just bad. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're. And then we need to closet. we need to thank the Mitchell College of Business for letting yes. us use yes. their recording studio. You guys rock. Hopefully, our sound sounds better. As a physical therapy podcast, why why are we talking about supplements? I feel like 
that's something that our patients are probably going to ask us about. One thing we didn't cover, too, is the safety of it. So we probably want to know a little bit about that, too. But Well, generally, too, like people will just unknowingly, they'll see someone in the gym and they're jacked. and like, oh, man, I want to be just like that guy. They're like, oh, I'll just need supplements. That's what it needs. And they'll just go to, like, Walmart and buy whatever. Bodybuilding. Or they'll go to GNC <laughs> and that salesman will make <laughs> exactly. them. They'll make his commission that day. Yeah. Because <laughs> people, like, you know, they see what they want to be and they think the way to get there is just whatever supplement they want. Yeah. So there's not a lot of knowledge out there. And then the knowledge that's given is kind of, like, haphazardly it's, given. It's pro science. Yeah. Marketing. Yeah, marketing. marketing. Ooh. I think it's safe to say they work, though. I mean, they yeah. do. They do. They like, especially protein and creatine and caffeine. Like those three have been heavily researched. researched. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it's important to just kind of know how to maybe give them some advice on what to take, what to look for. What do you think? I, I was thinking about like, uh, you know, we're gonna be exercising these people, and especially in the outpatient world. They just might be curious if it's going to help them heal quicker. Mm. And they might. They might. Protein especially, I would think, because it plays such an important part in building lean muscle, uh, which helps with strength. So I think definitely if they ask about protein, say yes. Uh, Creatine, now that's like, if they're asking me about creatine, I'm kind of be proud because (laughs) they've been researching. But creatine too. I Um, I don't think creatine is really dangerous at all no i mean unless they have kidney problems unless they already have kids so i actually looked at that too if you already have kidney problems then you might have to you you know you gotta be careful but as far as like creating issues there really hadn't been much to to say that it creates What about hydration with creatine don't you have to stay yeah Yeah. that's the only thing i was going to say really the creatine or protein you want to make sure that they're supplementing these things that they stay adequately hydrated because that would be the only real health concern that I would have would be if they're not hydrating, taking these supplements, they might get cramps or some kind of imbalances, like electrolyte-wise or something. And can, I mean, I don't know how far we can go as recommending. We can't. We can't recommend. We could just educate, maybe. Maybe, can we? Yeah. Sure, we do. We educate. It's still nutrition. (laughs) Yeah. We can educate, for sure. Uh, All right, well, the bros have done supplements. I think steroids needs to be its own podcast. Yeah. Wait, quick fantasy update. How's everybody doing? Mm. Depending on Me how. And you are. We're going to tie We got DeAndre tonight. Hopkins versus JJ Watt. Yeah. Ooh. Trey and Colton. We're, we're in a dogfight. Yeah, it's close. I've got two players tonight. How many you got? One. And you're up. But it's like, a it's a it's Josh Jacobs, which is the sole running back for. It's true. Raiders, That's the only so thing the Raiders have. I've if got. If they a, can get him, if they can get him to actually, you know, get space. I've got New Orleans okay. tight end, and then Cam Jordan, I think. All right, Joel, you winning in our league? Yep, Justin, you're wrecked. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Suck it, Justin. All right, uh, check the show notes for this episode for an article that we found that kind of summarizes a lot of what we talked about in this episode. Um, and let us know what you think about supplements. Yeah. What's, on, what's, in any of the comments, Facebook, uh, Instagram, any of it, let us know what you think. Please. We can interact with you. <laughs> we know how to social media, some of us. <laughs> All right, so yeah, this is Mason joining the Back Row Bros for a wonderful podcast edition here. 
Uh, we talked about supplements today in case you weren't paying attention. Uh, I'm glad you tuned in. We'll catch y'all next time. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe on all forms of social media. Hope you enjoyed yourself. I know we did. Signing off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>